In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. May the love of God our Father, and the peace of his Son, our brother Jesus Christ, and the joy of the Holy Spirit, be with us now and always. Welcome back to Pointing to the Saviour of the World on this third Sunday of Advent Year A. Thank you for joining in to listen and reflect on God's Word and to humbly pray with this community for all our needs and those of others. As we usually do, let us pray for the repose of the souls of our brothers and sisters who have gone before us, marked with the sign of faith. We remember in a special way Reverend Deacon John Trainer, who died recently. I am Patrick Tafu, your brother in Christ. We begin with an introduction to our readings and a hymn in praise of the Holy Trinity. Brothers and sisters in Christ, on this Sunday of joy, we rejoice because of the signs associated with the coming of the Messiah. The blind see again, the lame walk, lepers cleansed, the deaf hear, the dead are raised to life, and the good news is proclaimed to the poor. These words of Jesus in today's Gospel to John the Baptist's disciples re-echo the prophecy of Isaiah featured in today's first reading. Like St. John the Baptist, we are invited to look at our Lord and all his works in this chaotic world of ours. In the midst of darkness, there is the light of his grace. In the midst of confusion, there is clarity of his teachings. In the midst of hopelessness, there is his promise of salvation. In different ways, we too are called to give witness to this faith as St. John the Baptist did. And as St. James tells us, you too have to be patient, do not lose heart, because the Lord's coming is soon. Our problems and difficulties may be keeping our spirits low these days, but let's not hesitate this Advent to lift up our burdens to the one who offers to carry them on his back and rejoice. Yes, rejoice, not in any sorrow or pain that may be ours, but in the one who comes from God, who is himself no stranger to all that weighs us down. We pray for the grace to deny ourselves as St. John did and live unto Christ. Let's not live for the approval of man, but for the approval of God, so that on the final day we too will receive praise from the very lips of Jesus Christ our Saviour.
A reading from the prophet Isaiah. Let the wilderness and the dry lands exult. Let the wasteland rejoice and bloom. Let it bring forth flowers like the jonquil. Let it rejoice and sing for joy. The glory of Lebanon is bestowed on it, the splendor of Carmel and Sharon. They shall see the glory of the Lord, the splendor of our God. Strengthen all weary hands, steady all trembling knees, and say to all faint hearts, Courage, do not be afraid. Look, your God is coming. Vengeance is coming. The retribution of God. He is coming to save you. Then the eyes of the blind shall be opened, the ears of the deaf unsealed. Then the lame shall leap like a deer, and the tongues of the dumb sing for joy. For those the Lord has ransomed shall return. They will come to Zion shouting for joy. Everlasting joy on their faces. Joy and gladness will go with them, and sorrow and lament be ended. The word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be, be to, to God. God. A reading from the letter of St. James. Be patient, brothers, until the Lord's coming. Think of a farmer, how patiently he waits for the precious fruit of the ground until it has had the autumn rains and the spring rains. You too have to be patient. Do not lose heart, because the Lord's coming will be soon. Do not make complaints against one another, brothers, so as not to be brought to judgment yourselves. The judge is already to be seen waiting at the gates. For your example, brothers, in submitting with patience, take the prophets who spoke in the name of the Lord. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. The Spirit of the Lord has been given to me. He has sent me to bring the good news to the poor. Hallelujah. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. John, in his prison, had heard what Christ was doing, and he sent his disciples to ask him, Are you the one who is to come, or have we got to wait for someone else? Jesus answered, 
Go back and tell John what you hear and see. The blind see again and the lame walk. Lepers are cleansed and the deaf hear and the dead are raised to life and the good news is proclaimed to the poor. And happy is the man who does not lose his faith in me. As the messengers were leaving, Jesus began to talk to the people about John. What did you go out into the wilderness to see? A reed swaying in the breeze? No. Then what did you go out to see? A man wearing fine clothes? Oh no, those who wear fine clothes are to be found in palaces. Then what did you go out for? To see a prophet? Yes, I tell you, and much more than a prophet. He is the one of whom scripture says, Look, I am going to send my messenger before you. He will prepare your way before you. I tell you solemnly, of all the children born of women, a greater than John the Baptist has never been seen. Yet the least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he is. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Brothers and sisters, we begin the third week of Advent and slowly we are getting close to the feast of Christmas. That's why the third Sunday of Advent is called the Sunday of Joy, Gaudete Sunday. Everything about this liturgy, this Sunday, from the readings, readings to the vestments, to the candle we light, calls us to rejoice for the Lord is near. That is what Gaudete means. It is a word that calls us to rejoice. We rejoice that the Lord will appear at the end of days and we rejoice that Jesus' birthday is near. We rejoice because the Lord's coming is close at hand. So let's light the third candle of Advent as an expression of our joyful and patient waiting of the Messiah. How are preparations coming along? Like me, do you have obstacles on, on your way? Sadness or grief or disappointments standing between you and the peace and joy of Christmas? Are there any problems, difficulties, anxieties, burdens you carry weighing on your heart? Is there a grudge, a resentment, a broken relationship that 
blinds or deafens or weakens you on your walk through the season of Advent? Is there an unanswered prayer, an unfulfilled dream, a hope not realised that tries your faith and your patience? All these things can make of Christmas a season that intensifies the brokenness some people live with and the burdens some souls carry day to day. These feelings, these problems, these concerns seem just what no one would want to experience at this time of year. And yet, and yet, it's for people in just these circumstances and in one way or another, that's all of us. And it's for just these reasons that God's word became flesh and was born an innocent, beautiful child in Bethlehem some 2,000 years ago. The birth of Jesus is God's response to the pain and brokenness all of us know at one time or another, or even often in our lives. The life of Jesus is the bridge God builds to help us survive when the path we walk seems too treacherous to tread or beckons us to shortcuts neither healthy nor wise or when our path seems a dead end with no way out. The gospel of Jesus is God's word of wisdom, spoken to help us discern what's true, what's just, what's honourable, what's pure, what's right, what's real, what's truly good for us and for others. And the suffering and death of Jesus shows us that the depth of God's love for us and assure us that regardless of how dire our straits, how low our spirits, how heavy our burdens, how difficult the journeys, these are precisely the paths that lead us to peace. The peace promise to all and given now finally to those who attend to the birth, the life, the truth, the mystery of the child born in a stable in Bethlehem. On this Gaudete Sunday, our joy lies in the experience of wholeness that Christmas brings. The deprived of our community will express similar joy if our generosity is extended to them this Christmas. The birth of the Saviour in our hearts will motivate actions that will bring joy to the hearts of our neighbours. The miraculous joy of Christmas 
is founded on God's generosity. God gave his only son, Jesus Christ, to be born for the salvation of all of us, of all of humanity. Similarly, our generosity motivated by the birth of the Messiah in our heart will bring joy to the hearts of the lonely and abandoned, the poor and homeless, the sad, confused and undecided, and so on. Generosity brings joy to the hearts of the poor. Brothers and sisters, the church wants the natural joy that comes with the approach of Christmas to be illumined and lifted up by the spiritual joy that comes with the approach of Christ. This spiritual joy is rooted in hope and leads to a steadiness of heart expressed in all three of today's readings. Isaiah declares, Strengthen the hands that are feeble, make firm the knees that are weak. Say to those whose hearts are frightened, Be strong, fear not. Here is your God. He comes. James in the second reading says, Make your hearts firm because the coming of the Lord is at hand. In the gospel, Jesus points out that John the Baptist had a steady heart. What did you go out to the desert to see? A reed swayed by the wind? Christmas is fast approaching, my brothers and sisters. As we prepare to take the child Jesus into our arms, like Simeon, let us get in touch with our longings. Resist the distractions that can clutter this sacred season of rejoicing and pray that the love of God will purify our hearts and minds so that this Christmas will be for us and for those we love a season of profound and lasting joy. God's word tells us to patiently wait, await all the good things that the Saviour brings. With confidence, we make our needs known to him. We pray that the church may teach the world the patience it needs to await the coming of the Lord of justice, peace and life. Lord, in your mercy, Hear our prayer. We pray that world leaders may prepare the way for the coming of the Lord by fostering harmony, authentic dialogue and sincere concern for their people. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. We pray that the joy of the Lord's coming 
may strengthen all pregnant mothers to welcome and nurture the new life God has entrusted to them. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We pray for those who are impaired by blindness, deafness or other infirmities, that the promise of Christ's coming may give them strength and joy. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We pray for those who are struggling as a result of poverty. May they receive the resources they need. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We pray that all who have died may experience the renewed life brought to them by the coming of the Saviour. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We now present our personal intentions to the Lord. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We ask our Blessed Mother to intercede for us as we pray. Hail, Hail Mary, Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Father, as you hear our prayers, give us patience and lead us to the joy of eternal salvation. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord bless us and keep us from all evil and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Let us continue to bless the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be, be to God. God. Thank you for tuning in and for joining us in this prayer and also for listening to Holy Scripture and the reflections that followed. We ask for the grace to be people of joy on this Sunday of joy. I wish you a joyous celebration of the third Sunday of Advent Year A. Let us finish our prayers like we began. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.